From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. hey You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brew, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Coming up soon, we will be happy to announce that we will be once again returning to Mayday Brewery to host Bingo Night. So Don't call it a comeback. To... Don't call it a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> We've been here for years, uh, all right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so stay tuned. We will get you that info when we know. We are in the planning period. So, yeah, um, that's exciting. But check them out every Tuesday for Singo and Thursday for Bingo. Um, today, we are covering a bunch of news from inside and out of the NHL. We are talking the Pucks Out Awards. We got games of the week. And we have a returning guest, James Dolan, in the joke of the week. He's um, back, baby. Yeah. So, uh, how are you this week, bud? Good, man. Good New Year's. Uh, had uh, had a good time over uh, at at your mom's house. We uh, had us delicious crab cakes and lots of drinks and wine, and uh, played a, a fun game that um, you know got me heated. Uh, as games, as games, <laughs> as games generally will, um, you know, when it when it comes to to me and uh playing them so uh but you know some good college football playoff games um uh, uh an interesting end to you know fantasy weekend we'll we'll discuss that a little bit but um but yeah man pretty pretty doing pretty good how about yourself doing good man uh you know happy for another week uh you know fantasy football championships we've got you know now i can focus fully focus on uh fantasy hockey uh, it's just good. We're uh, hoping, hoping, hopefully, within the next two weeks, we can get back to the fan, uh, the fantasy, uh, fantasy goons. Uh, you know, we get a schedule. Dave, you know, our dude got a promotion at his uh, day job, so he's a little being kept a little bit busy right now. Uh, but yeah, j- just happy to be here, ready to talk some sports. Uh, you know, excited for the new year. Let's um, hey, let's not waste any time. Don't forget to check us out on Twitch, uh, where we will be doing a bunch of cool stuff. We will be getting that Seattle game rocking soon. Um. Quick fit check. Uh, got yeah. my. I don't. I last week we didn't have video, but I got the new uh, my my new Washington Commanders hat. Nice, um, nice. You know, you know it was a disappointing season uh, towards the end. But I'm gonna talk a little bit about that and what's not in my stick. Uh, what about you, dude? Uh, yeah, I'm rocking the. Uh, you know, this is not an endorsement of fanhood. This is my endorsement for you know dope old school logos. But I got you know uh, I believe it's Patriot Pat um is the uh is the is the guy here so uh you know got got this little bad boy for christmas you know just got the the you know i'm feeling beachy you know i know it's not beachy outside it's not not as cold as it was so it's basically like a beach compared to what we had for a little bit so i got the nice you know vineyard vines beach you know beach wear attire i don't think i don't know i don't know if this is quite a hawaiian shirt uh because there's no (laughs) flowers so well, whatever I mean, you whatever you call it, I, I I would say it's a it's akin to a Hawaiian. It's a style. It's a, it's a Hawaiian. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, if like if you said wear Hawaiian, everybody we're all wearing Hawaiians, and I wore this, I wouldn't be like out out completely, but it would be like I was that odd 
that odd cousin, you know, like, oh, we're going to invite him. He's our cousin. But, <laughs> you know, you, you, uh, you feel yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's jump into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right. Uh, yesterday, uh, as of the day of recording, Bruins beat the Penguins in the Winter Classic. Uh, good little game. You know, the best team in the NHL doing what the best team does, winning games. Uh, didn't get the losing you money though. On the phone. Losing you yeah. money though. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. couldn't pull yeah. out yeah. the the two goal win. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, but I I kept up with my phone. Disappointed that the puck line didn't hit, but always happy to see the Pens lose. Um. It looked dope though. The pictures I saw from Fenway Park looked absolutely amazing. The Bruins walk off. They old, they wore the old school Red Sox uh, jersey, like the old timey ones from like the 30s or whatever. Uh, so that was pretty dope. Um, and then you got the stat right before we started recording. The Sabres uh, close to tying their goal totals from the tank years in less than half a season. 142 goals in 36 games this year. 150 goals in 2013-2014. And 153 in 2014-15. Absolutely the that, insane. The way the headline was initially written was uh, it made it seem like they were about to eclipse this. Both yeah. both of those totals combined. Um, combined. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? And uh, I mean, it's still pretty uh, a very impressive stat. I mean, either either way. Uh, so I, I think that it would be probably fair to say that this is going to be not a problem for them to break those two. Uh, those two goals, uh, those those two numbers. Right. I feel like yeah. they got it. They probably are going to be able to to pull that out. Yeah. Um. Not much, uh, not much going on in the, in, you know, in the case of the news in the NHL. Uh, we're at that kind of, you know, that point in the season where I think the news cycle is slowing down. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep you all updated. So let's hop over to outside the boards. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Okay. Before we get started, uh, we want to make sure we send our thoughts and hopes to uh, uh, Dahmer Hamlin uh, and all his family. The absolutely brutal situation that happened in Monday night's game. Uh, we're not going to discuss, uh, you know, we don't have any info uh, more than anybody else as far as rescheduling of the game. That's not important. Um but yeah, uh, I mean, this is, I think, you know, I, I was, I talked, uh, you know, I was talking to Meg what happened. I think that this is going to change the landscape of the sport um, because, you know, we see, we, we've known about the side effects of CTE for years now, but I think that when CTE happens, you know, people see it, it with someone who's, who's no longer playing the game. It happens slowly over time. This is an immediate and sudden consequence of the phys the physicality of the game and everyone saw it everyone can see that could have been me that could have been uh someone i love playing the sport and so i think this is going to have um ripples throughout the nfl um and it, it I, rightfully I so i think that they've been i think that they have been lax on some safety measures uh a little bit you know especially when it comes to uh, you know, again, I'm not a professional. I don't know what's going on. I, I'm not saying that. Obviously, I'm not a oh, maybe, uh, to, uh, flag football, but something's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, this is 
I don't know that it's going to send that much of a I mean, this was a by the book tackle, nothing yeah. outlandish. It wasn't, you know, a, a crazy uh, occurrence. We see much worse than that. Uh, I, well, mean, I was talking about a rule to... change. I was talking more in the aspect of equipment changes. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, uh, I mean, it, again, it depends on what's available, what's going to be safe. I mean, and it's still going to be able to have football. I think that, um, I think that you'll probably see more of an impact across the, across the, the youth football arena is yeah. probably where I would say that you would, you would start to get, get a more of a sense of, okay, let's not, not do that. But I mean, it's, yeah, it's such an, a, such an absolutely awful thing. Um, uh, and so, you know, because we kind of talked about it before the show, uh, we are a sports podcast. We will talk about sports and stuff, but we kind of felt discussing the implications of fantasy football and fantasy championships without any resolution of is the game going to get played? What's going to happen? What, you know, what's happening in the leagues? Uh, we will probably just do that next week, right? We got a more yeah. clear picture. Yeah, we yeah. got a kind of a more clear picture of, of, of what's going on with this young man. We've had um, positive positive information has come out. I mean, nothing, you know, nothing uh, over the top or anything, but definitely positive information. Uh, it's not as far as, as far as recording, uh, we haven't had any news uh, of, of it going downhill, which is, uh, you know, obviously, uh, obviously a good thing. Um, yeah. I think I, I do want to, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to, <laughs> I don't, don't hear what I'm not saying. It's, it seems like I've been very much on the side of the NFL uh, and I, I agree with what you're saying. Their safety precautions and things that they do wrong are wrong a lot of the time. I, you know, the conflicting reports of them are gonna they're gonna have them warm up and, and play or not play um, is, you know, I, I'm not gonna speak to that. But you know, there are folks that were mad that it, the game was not called immediately. Well, I, I did want to throw this out there and and see your thoughts on it. If you Cancel that game immediately. What happens in that stadium, Bobby? Uh, Mass exodus, right? Everybody's wanting to get yeah. out. The game's over. I'm not, yeah. uh, you know, uh, not not anybody's fault, but the game's over. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving. Well, what is that going to hinder? Uh, probably the logistics of getting your emergency vehicles in and yeah. out of the stadium and yeah. being able to, to just go. So, I mean, even if the decision was to, hey, we're going to call this game. I mean, we're going to the fact that they had them, you know, they at very least until the ambulance is clear and this man has made it to the hospital. You know, that's something we don't want to have to deal with on top of uh, of this is somebody getting hit by an ambulance or the ambulance having to drive extremely slow where this is a very much time is of the essence. This isn't a, you know, he tore his ACL. And if we get there, you know, 15 minutes later he's still got a torn ACL. You know, I mean, this is a, this is a yeah. different type of type of uh, ball game. Excuse my pun. So I did want to, I did want to kind of point that out to it, to a few folks that said, Hey, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that they weren't planning on playing the rest of that, that, that football game. But from a logistics standpoint, uh, that, that seems like the right call to hold it off for a little bit to, to allow uh, that traffic to be able to die down. So just yeah, a, sure. just an outside mean, thought of that. Yeah, I think that you, there are two parties here. There's the 
um, unreasonable NFL party that wanted them to warm up, give them five minutes, warm up, get back on the field. Unreasonable, not inappropriate. But then to say that they should have immediately canceled the game right then and there. I mean, they, this is a situation, this, this was a, you know, situation that was happening in real time. All parties involved needed a minute to just figure out, okay, what are we doing here? How bad is this? Because, you know, there is a line of communication. We all were watching, fans were watching this live. We saw the AED th- uh, thing come out. We saw CPR happening. Um, you have trainers talking to officials. You've got the league office not knowing what's happening in real time, more than likely waiting to get a call from somebody. I mean, straight up canceling a game right away. I mean, you don't you don't want to be the, the guy who canceled the game too early, but you also don't want to be the guy that said, all right, guys, five minutes and get back out there. I yeah, mean, you should let that this is a this is a situation where you just give it like well, he's 30, the paid, 30 minutes. Give, he's give the, it some time to calm down. He's the paid bad guy. I mean, you know, if he want uh, Goodell wants the game to be played, I'm sure there's others involved in it, but he he knows that he's the lightning yeah. rod. Whatever happens is going to be Goodell's fault. Uh, if, you know, good things happen. Whoever did it, you know, did it. If bad things happen, it was Goodell. Um, so. The, the, I mean, the other thing to consider, and I know, again, this is not what should be considered uh, when a man's life is on the line, but what, what, they, what they have to think about is not only the business aspect of, of their own interest, it, but I mean, how many family of fours from Buffalo went down to Cincinnati and spent thousands upon dollar, uh, thousands of dollars to watch this football game? If you get good news that with, that, with the ambulance, them going through the ambulance, and you get good news that they're able to give yeah. the players. And like you said, you've canceled the game too early while everybody back in, you know, I mean, that's, that, that seems like it, it just, it's, it, there's no right answer, you know, and there's nothing that you yeah. can, that you can build in because it's, it's, you know, it's human life. That's it. That's at stake. And we're talking about, about a game. Um, so uh, I, I don't think it was handled great, but I definitely don't think it was handled as poorly as, as folks thought the NFL could have handled it. You know, I mean, I think 100%. it was was done a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's move on. Uh, fantasy football championships happened this week. A lot of people, um, you know, we already mentioned we're not going to talk about, you know, rescheduling. But I think, you know, um, there are some people who didn't have stuff going on in that game. I, for one, I I had one of my worst years overall in fantasy football that I've ever had. And I still I, I, I squeaked out a championship this year. So I at least have one. I am a champion this year. Um, all it takes is one, buddy. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's really, you know, it's why we play all the, see, you know, if you think you're not going to win or whatever, hey, I got one good team. All it takes is one one shot. So congrats. We were, we are sitting currently tied at two, uh, not two apiece, um, but uh, one uh, apiece for, uh, for this season. So I've got yeah. another ring to add to the collection. Um, so, you know, is it a dynasty if, you know, if you're three, you know, three of five years? I think so. I think you're you're you're, you're a pretty dynastic team at that point. So, yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if we ha- I don't know if we decided to get it. I don't know if we ever talked about a trophy or anything for the seven gridirons. But <clears throat> I was uh, I had a, an absolute horrible end of the year. I think I lost my last four games of the season. Davey, you- who was number well, we- one in the season, uh, had six wins in a row in the to finish the regular season and so i that was i thought for sure he was going to just crush me but tom brady i texted you this tom brady 
performing in the playoffs, even when he doesn't know he's in his the playoffs. Oh, I, mean, I thought Daniel Jones had a great game. Then Tom Brady went out there. And <laughs> well, I played Mike it. Evans. I played Mike Evans in two leagues. Yeah. Uh, so nice. Had to had to contend with that a little bit. So um, the fact that you we're played him or you played against him. Played against him in two leagues. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> one one league I lost handily. That was no one. Uh, the other league is still uh, up in the air at this point. So, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I hear it. Yeah, congrats. You know, congrats, buddy. So that's all it takes yeah. is one. Hey, hold on just a second, Megan. All right, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, with his new team uh, with Al Nasir. Uh, he is still serving a two-game suspension for breaking an Everton fan's phone. Um, it took Ronaldo uh, until the very last moment to realize where he was playing uh, because he thought he was playing in South Africa until he <laughs> was in the middle of a press conference in Saudi Arabia with a Welcome to Saudi Arabia sign behind him, and he referred to it as South Africa, and someone had to correct him. Uh, you have to think this guy is just – I mean, he doesn't care where he's playing. All he cares, The only thing he's looking at is the amount of zeros on that contract. That's true, but, I mean, you say that. But South Africa and Saudi Arabia are different places, right? I mean, I would have to imagine that the rules and the law. He probably was wondering, he's like, man, why is this South African guy wearing, you know, wearing the traditional head garb uh, as if he is from Saudi Arabia? No, he didn't think of that at all. I, I, what a, what a, this should have, I mean, if, if, if our boy James Nolan wasn't back in the news, this would have been the joke, right? I mean, yeah, but they had sold or our like, boy Gary Hahn, uh, who, who I say, who, the the guy who talked about the illegal aliens. Uh, I mean, oh, there was a yeah. lot of joke of the week's possibilities this week. <laughs> oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. That was perfect as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, twenty eight thousand folks. They had a sellout. Like they've hyped this up, you know. And I guess he, just, I guess, I guess, I guess D and D are, you know writing his life he just kind of forgot about his suspension you know he just, he just <laughs> had no idea like i mean fair he probably has no clue he hasn't played in a little bit he had you know souring relationship with with manchester united whatever but there's a guy that knows right like there's some obviously somebody knows but like there's a guy out there that on his side is like hey remember you know you're not gonna get to play <laughs> for two games you know just I I don't know. It seems like the the logistics was not great. I'm I'm looking. I think this is just a. I'm seeing the video of him being unveiled. That's not a game, right? That's just hint the unveiling of him. Yeah. To come and play. Okay. I was like, that would be even better if like they celebrated him and hyped him up, and then he had to like go sit on the bench in like a suit or something, you know, but you can't even be in there. Probably. You probably can't even be in the state. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember. It was, was it Lamar Jackson in college? <laughs> there was a college football player. It was an, it was an sec school where a player was suspended. It was not Lamar Jackson. And I'm trying to think who it was. And he, uh, it might not have been uh sec school, but he came out dressed, fully dressed, ready to start the game. And the coach was like, no, you're suspended. You don't. You can't just sneak on. You're the starting quarterback. You can't just sneak past me and think you're just going to start the game and play. And now I don't I remember. I wish I could that. remember who it was. I don't remember that, but I remember the season that uh, Auburn was playing Georgia and Todd Gurley played, and he was suspended for a game or something against Auburn. And the meme of him uh, went around 
where he had a mustache. It's just a very poorly shot photoshopped mustache. And it was like, Oh, hi, I'm, you know, it's just me, your friend, Rod Furley, just here to play some football. (laughs) And so it reminds me a bit of that, that, you know, Oh my God, who's this Rod Furley kid? He's fantastic. You know, (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was because it was so funny. Um, and I'm typing in a bunch of things, but nothing's coming up. I, uh, well, I'll maybe type something okay. in like in relation to that. Don't just type a bunch of things, in, Bobby. I'm, I'm tight. <laughs> oh, I just typed in red, blue, green. No, I typed in NCAA player uh, for reminded of suspension, sneaks, blast coach. Dude, um, you're probably like talking about like Friday night lights or some something, man. Like this sounds like a movie. No, it was. I, you're talking about little giants. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it um uh maybe Cam Newton? Could it have been Cam Newton, maybe? because uh, he it was, I know he got suspended once in uh No, there was all there was always the thought that, you know, he could get, get suspended, but he just played through it and he never got suspended. Okay. So Okay, well or maybe I don't know where Deshaun Watson played. I can't remember who it was. Clemson. But Clemson, okay. Well, yeah, it might have been Davo, who I don't know. Either way, we'll I'll do I'll do some research off the off camera okay. and okay. figure it out. Um I mean I'm interested the, to hear the story. The college football national title, Georgia versus TCU on the ninth. This is coming up Monday, six thirty. Uh obviously Georgia, I don't even have to look at the odds. I'm I'm, I'm assuming they're the heavy favorite after uh, the come from behind win against Ohio State. Um first off, I want to say that the those semifinals might have been some of the best college football we got all year. Just absolutely yes. what you want in a semi in the se, in the semifinals Couldn't makes have. me so excited for them to expand. TCU just, I mean, the underdog coming in and just and you know they didn't just manhandle Michigan because they they started, but Michigan came back. They showed that they they've got they've got some dogs in them, and. I mean, I can't wait to, well, for them to expand the playoffs. Not gonna get to not gonna get to play the dogs. Uh, so that's the only dog that they'll have in them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because the Horn Frogs are going in as a. You want to guess? Uh, I'm gonna say they are minus or the T. You said the frogs are going in. Uh, yeah, I would say they're plus five hundred. Plus three fifteen, twelve and a half. Okay. Plus twelve and a half is the number. Um, Georgia's minus four eighty. So I mean, you're getting a little bit of juice on that TCU uh, side of it. It's hard. I mean, TCU's a good football team. I, Georgia's Georgia's a, 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 an animal, though. You know. Um, yeah. It's uh, Stetson Bennett didn't have a great great football game. Um, I don't. I don't foresee. I don't know though, man. I mean, that's we'll have to talk about it next next week. I guess we'll still have no, we will not have had time next week because it's on Monday, right? So we'll it will have already happened. Yeah. Um, so let's make our predictions right now. Uh, we can give uh, a winner uh, if, if you know if you think it's obvious, or uh, if you want to take a take a spread here. I mean, I don't. What's the what's the current spread on it? Twelve and a half. Got to lay. Georgia's got to win by thirteen, or TCU's got to lose by twelve or less. I like honestly. I like that. I I thought that they were going to be bigger favorites. I thought they were going to be like minus eighteen, 
minus 21, but I, I think I like that. I th- I could see, I don't think they win by two touchdowns, but I think they win by, I think they win by a touchdown in a field. I think TCU makes it closer than what I think it's going to be. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take at least here on air, uh, as far as where my, where my real money is, is going to go. I have no idea. Uh, but on air, I'm going to take uh, TCU plus 12 and a half. I uh, do not think that they're going to win. Uh, but I do think that, like you said, I think it's going to be a close, close ball game. So I'm going to take the TCU yeah. spread on air. Yeah. Okay. Um, the uh, what was it? Was it the the Peach Bowl, the Orange Bowl? I don't know. The one of the bowls. sorry. Uh, we we uh, what we did not say though was who do you want to win? Who are you rooting for? I don't like either of these teams. I was hoping for TCU Ohio State, and then I could root for Ohio State. Um, nah, your boy's purpling himself I, out, dude. I don't. Uh, know. I cannot. If, okay. Dude. All right. Let me name, okay. name one Georgia TCU was, fan you know. Exactly. Uh, exactly. No and name how many times a TCU fan has has croaked at you, has ribbited at you. Not a once uh, have you ever heard him go ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. Dude, we're gonna hear barking for for hours. Okay, I don't want to. You know, for for the whole year. Dude, I have a gra- I have a great Pyrenees. I I I I block the barks out. <laughs> they are dogs, though. They are not human beings that go into restaurants and bark. Okay, <laughs> you, that's uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, so TCU, yeah. your boy, uh, your boy. I, I got probably got to up my purple game because I don't know that I got a lot of purple. You know, I mean, it's just uh, not yeah. a not a not a wardrobe choice that I usually make. So, gotta maybe yeah. I gotta get me some. Yeah. Um, I'm not finding the video. I think it was a Johnny. I think it was Johnny Manziel when he had a first half suspension for something, and that he tried to sense. get on there for the. I think he tried to just get onto the field. I think he just thought he could. So Texas A and M was was SEC for sure. You were right in that in that regard. Um, and yeah, I mean, I it, it went from oh, this was a movie to Johnny Manziel. Okay, Johnny Football did it. Yeah, dude, that was probably <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well good research uh, yeah, and there, I remember, buddy. good job yeah i haven't found the video but like as i'm looking at it, it, it it's matching up because i remember the coach having a face i'm like oh wait i think it was what's his name now then i'm having a brain fart forgetting that kevin someone uh was wait was it uh kevin someone would have coached uh i'm pretty sure it was someone i thought it was when did jimbo go there i thought i could have sworn it was jimbo fisher yelling at somebody maybe Maybe I mean Jimbo. I th- Jimbo, I think went after Johnny Football though. So uh, okay, well. All right, I'm I looking thought... up Johnny Football. Johnny Football's college years. You look up Texas A&M coaches. How about that? Uh, We're just Texas gonna A&M Athletics. Up. Jimbo Fisher. Blah blah blah. Give me his stats. Not. I don't care about his childhood. Uh, 2018. <laughs> 2018 he became the coach yeah i'm seeing 2012 2013 season uh yeah no i mean no he played for the browns in 2014 so no it was it was uh who was the coach in 2012 would have been sumlin right yeah come on um, come on oh man. you know what i maybe i uh, maybe it's the colors i think it might have been Jameis winston that's also super Which, possible uh, so you, you you were right on the money because it would have been Jimbo Fisher coaching there um, at the time. So. Yes, you found it right off the bat. Washington Post, uh, Jameis Winston hits the field in full uniform, is told to go back and take his pads off. I just knew the maroon color, and and it's not it, 
not SEC, but it was ACC. But not SEC. Know, uh, yeah, yeah, but it was Jimbo Fisher. So it was all in the same ballpark. You were uh, you were <laughs> right on the tip of you know tip of your tongue right there the whole time. So I'll give it to you. I'm gonna give it to yeah, you as that, obscure. Yeah, that was after he yelled "fucker" right in the pussy on the sidelines to fans. He got suspended mm-hmm. for the first half of the next game, and he tried to sneak onto the field. Uh, he had his head down, and, and what this? he did was in warm in warmups, he had a different jersey on, and then right <laughs> as the game was about to start, he put his jersey on, and Jimbo stopped and was like, "What are you doing?" You well, and he that- he didn't realize that the team would get in trouble and they would have to forfeit the game if he was on the field playing <laughs> it down in the first half. He thought that it wasn't a big deal. He thought that it might just be like he was like, "I figured it'd just be well, like a fifteen yard penalty, maybe." This was pre crab leg thievery at uh, I believe it was Publix. That uh, yes. that, ca- that crab crab leg thieving heaven. So, um, you know, Jameis always gave us good. It's crazy to know that he's still, you know, chugging chugging along and hasn't, isn't really crazy. You know, isn't really doing crazy things. So I mean, he's throwing yeah. a lot of picks, but that's not really his fault. Yeah. Um. But anyway, back on track. Uh, Tennessee is the orangiest team, uh, in the country after of all they, the teams. Uh, of all after the teams. They, after uh, they won the Orange Bowl. Against Clemson. Won the Orange Bowl. Now, hold on. They still have some competition. They didn't beat Syracuse. Technically, we don't know. Mm. They, have so, to yes, fight, they, they have to play Syracuse. No, they absolutely did beat Syracuse because both, uh, I believe, Syracuse was ranked lower than them. They were not in the running for. They're not in the running for the Orange's team. You've got to be one of the top what? Orange teams. you got to be one of the top Orange teams to get there, boy. They that lost their like bowl game. They, all right, no, you can't be one of the top orange teams if you lose. <laughs> if you lose to the Michigan Gophers, okay, and they lost their bowl game to the Michigan Gophers, dude. And look, now we both know that technically, if they wanted to, South Carolina could claim the color orange and make the other two teams switch because they are technically the champion of the orangiest of the teams. Neither of those two orange teams can tell them, you know, what's up. I mean, they ba- that team basically single-handedly owns the color orange by dashing any orange team's yeah. national championships chances. Yeah. So, um, Yeah, I think we it, all owe South Carolina a favor for not having to see so much orange in the playoffs. We got a TCU Georgia national championship right now, so I disagree. <laughs> so, um, oh no, I do. As annoying as Bulldogs fans are, I think having Tennessee in the in the national championship would be so much more annoying. I can deal with Barkin. I'm not dealing with Rocky Top playing everywhere. Yeah, but they're gonna play Rocky Top anyway, buddy. That's you know Very you just true. yeah that that's they what I'm they they always wanna, just, they're always at a ten. Do you want it to happen with beer flowing and happiness afoot, or do you want it to be just sheer depression? And also, it's still playing. They're like, why do this is the My Chemical Romance version of the you know of the Rocky Top song. You know, I could just see the like weird intro, the weird emo kid intro to Rocky Top happening so either way i mean georgia's already won one so they're already going to be annoying they're going to be even more annoying um but i I did want to say i think that this was a big win for tennessee's program long term i mean Dabo sweeney saying i went in and beat tennessee in the orange ball doesn't really turn a lot of heads in in recruiting you know i mean he's still Dabo. they play for national titles whereas tennessee i think that's a that's a much different uh much different thing to to walk into a kid's living room you know 
Yeah, well, we beat Dabo Sweeney uh, with our backup quarterback um, yeah. in uh, in the Orange Bowl. So, so a lot of great bowl games too. I mean, people talk about yeah. there being too many bowl games, but their games have been competitive and good, and that's what people want. You know, more college football, yeah. more competitiveness. So, great bowl season. We got one more to go. Yep. Um, and we do have some breaking news. And when I say breaking, this came out on Monday, and I'm just now seeing it. But it's breaking for us. Um, the Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights will uh, be in the 2024 Winter Classic no, at okay. T-Mobile Park. Which you I said, assume, uh, I don't know where, I assume T, uh, that's in Seattle. I assume that might be where the Mariners play? Maybe the, the Mariners. Mariners still in the MLB? I honestly have no idea yes, if the Mariners they, are still a team. They are. They are. Okay. So I would imagine it's it, that because it's not... Um, that's not the not gonna be in field. Vegas. No, no, it's not the yeah. football field though, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I would assume. I, well, they call it a park. I don't think they usually they usually don't call football stadiums a park. Uh, I can just put Google though. Really getting you know uh, Seattle Mariners. Yep, T-Mobile Park. It's the baseball stadium. Okay. So yeah, that'll, that'll be. I dope. was trying to like that'll you know uh, honestly, it's something I never really thought about. Uh, but I guess you're right. You know, uh, I would. I was trying to think of an example of somewhere. Nope. Know? Orchard Park, Orchard ah. Park in Buffalo. Boom! There you go. Okay, thanks. Yep. You did. You could have just left it as <laughs> you being the, the the right one. I was willing to concede, Bobby. But even when I'm not, I was right, I technically I'm, I was right. Most I because I said I said most NFL places are not called park, and then I knew the name of the one that is. So I'm boom. right on both accounts. Boom! Boom! Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's move into our main topic of the day. We're talking our pucks out awards. We're coming up. We're, we're finalizing the name. Hopefully we're, ta- we're going to give you what our categories are. Uh, these could change. We could add some, uh, but these will be awarded. Um, I think instead of, I think we count, we, we, we agreed. We're going to do it after the Stanley cup finals because we're going to count playoffs in these awards. We, so oh, yeah. you better not just do well in this uh, regular season, better do well in the playoffs. Um, and now we got to go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I've got, I made a lot of dope names for, for the awards. I did not give one for the best goal. We should maybe name that, but, um, but that's the number one thing is the best goal. So we, we need a name for that. So I don't know if you yeah. have any ideas, uh, but then after the best goal, every, I think all of them have, have names so we can kind of switch up here and give them the rest of the, the, the guys with the little explanation to it. Yeah. So some of the uh, name of the awards are Golden Pucker, uh, maybe go, uh, the Puckies, the Puck List, the Holy Puck. Um, I like, I kind of like the Holy Puck a little bit. That that's kind of like you win the Holy Puck. Um, yeah. The Golden Pucker is yeah. nice because it's kind of it's uh, like a double entendre there. Uh, so um, we'll kind of we'll, we'll, so here are the options, and I think uh, we'll maybe put these on Twitter, or we're not going to. I think we'll uh, continue. Uh, thinking about a name over yeah. the next couple of weeks. Um, but here are some of the, here's the categories, um, the yet to be named best goal, which will be in the NHL, the fight much, which is the most fighting minutes straight up. You know, we know we don't, have to, uh, we don't have to vote on it, uh, which I guess there's two of us. So vote, we can't really vote on it either. And because yeah, we'll, no we'll, we'll, we will. Yeah. The most fighting minutes. If, if the, if it's a tie, then, we go and look. We go back. First of all, we got to find out if the two tied people fought, and then who yes. won the fight, and then we will make a decision based on that. If they did yeah. not fight, um, maybe coin flip 
Or we call them up, ah. see if they're willing to fight. We call them up, see if they're willing to fight. That's option number one. I think option number two would be to simulate a fight in uh, NHL. You know, yes. we got to get them in there and we'll yeah. just have them fight. So hopefully they don't because it's a whole lot of work just to figure out who went. We'll probably just pick <laughs> one, be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so the next one is coming in second. And this is for the most secondary assist. Uh, coming in second, get you an assist just like coming in first does. So, you know, you can be. <laughs> You're welcome to be the caboose, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, um, <laughs> then we've got world star, which is, this goes to two people. This is the best fight of the season. Uh, you know, I think that one's going to be a fan favorite. I'm excited for that. And one. it's really questionable, uh, because you said it goes to two people and I never really thought about that. It sounds like you're taking it as the most competitive fight. Um, most I was thinking, and that's what I'm saying. So it could either go to two people because it's a super entertaining, like fairly, you know, fair, even fight. Or it could be one guy just absolutely pummeling a guy and the other guy will get the award, but it will yeah. be everybody will know. Everybody will know. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, what it. we'll have is we'll have every season we might change it, but like we'll have one award maybe with a black eye and one. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, yeah. So. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, why don't you do the next one? Yeah. Um, an ad really. Uh, so we're going to do one for the best promotional night from all the NFL team, NFL, um, NHL teams, but also one of the worst promotional nights. So yeah. again, it'll be which, a kind of a separate style of award yeah. where one is which awarded I greatness. think we already have a top runner right now. I was going to the Preds schedule because, um, you know, I'm, we're looking at canceling our season tickets just because, you know, they're just we're not seeing the benefit in them anymore. And I was going through what games I might want to go to. I was looking at the promotional nights. You know, they've got firefighter night. They've got teacher appreciation night. They've got, you know, the standard. They've got um, pride night and all these things. On one of them was just yoga night. Yoga night. And I'm just like, what? That is They're just kind of. Yeah, I was like, that's what? Why? What? (laughs) Who are they like? Yeah, you know what? These people who do yoga got to appreciate them. Was there uh, (laughs) what was there a study? Was there a study or something that says, look, we are not getting yogis in here. Okay, we yeah. gots to get them. It's a key yeah. demographic in Nashville. Uh, yeah. of all it's unfortunate that, yeah. we didn't have this earlier because a shoe in for this would have been the CEO night. That was CEO night. They oh, didn't wow. do that again. That An got ad. booed by everyone. Right. Here we go. We'll we'll name this actually. Uh, CEO night. Presents. <laughs> Because that needs to be in there. Presents an ad, yeah. really. Uh, and so that will be the award. It'll be the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I remember being there when they panned over to the suite with like 20 people in there, all in suits. And they're like, uh, uh, the Preds would like to welcome CEOs from all around the Nashville area. Give it up for your CEOs. No booze. Just everywhere. Booze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Dave, it was like Dave Chappelle bringing Elon Musk on stage. Like, dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> you you brought a dude up here. You brought a dude up here that lost two hundred billion dollars this year. Okay, and is still the richest man on earth. Like, um, fathom that two hundo, a two hundo bill just gone, bro. Just no biggie. It's all good though. I can still rage tweet on Twitter. Anyway, um, so I think you're up next. Uh, I think this is a uh, pretty uh, good one. Why That'd am I difficult? Yeah, the what? Yeah, the why am I here? The most unneeded backup goalie. Um, 
yeah, this is going to be us. This is what we have, we have to look at some stats on this one. But mm-hmm. yeah, those guys go. You know, they, those guys need to be there to you know to so that the players can get shots on goal in practice and not pepper their starting goal. Well, and at first we kind of made this oh the worst backup, but that's not that's not what we're going for here. I, I want to yeah. you know I want to make sure that folks are clear. It's it's the guy that plays behind you know Vasilevsky on, that, yeah, that yeah. St- plays twenty games in the season or something. That's more of what we're talking about. Now they can be bad. Uh, but more, or it's more of kind like, of why, back up. It's more of why are you even here? Why did you even show up? Type of deal. So, um, yeah. so yeah. Um, uh, the next award is called "It's Glorious," and it is the Playoff Beard uh, award, Best Playoff Beard Award. Uh, yeah, that's why we gotta wait till all the way through the Stanley Cup, all the way through the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and now, I mean, question: Do we want to put an asterisk? Do we w- say you have a player like maybe Philip Forsberg, um, who doesn't have a full playoff beard but has a sweet playoff mustache? Are we doing best playoff facial hair? Or are we just doing mm, the beard? No, it's playoff beard, right? I mean, okay. I feel like the I feel like yeah, he looks sick doing it, right? I mean, it, but that's not the point of the playoff beard, yeah. right? The okay. point of the playoff beard is it didn't. Forsberg's facial hair didn't grow like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that style. Yeah. That's I want the I want the gangly unkept man that hasn't shaved. You know, and has a beard. You know, has a playoff beard. Yeah. So as much as I'd love to award his dope little mustache flick, I can't do it. Uh, I can't do yeah. it. It's got to be playoff. Which, beard. by the way, extra Bald props to him you, because he's able. Yeah, because he's able to get do a hat trick playing a full game, and that thing just stays. It just stays, perfect. dude. He's got that wax, but I, I think it's super bold of you to assume that the Preds will be playing for <laughs> us to, for us to see. That is that is that is fandom right there. That is fandom right there. <laughs> uh, all right, the uh, the hit him up. The best clean hit of the season. Emphasis on clean. Get that dirty shit out of here. Um. It's what makes the game great. Clean hits are what it, what what you know is what puts butts in the seats. It's what makes this game so amazing. And you know, I think this could be this is like to me, this might be like the best actor at the Oscars. Like this right here is the creme de la creme. I think. Oh, okay. I was thinking that was best goal, but so this is like it's like best actors, best goal, and like best actress is you know is yeah. uh, so they're 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 on equal footing. You know, they're, equal they're grounds, just not but, the same. Yeah. But yeah, they hit them up. Um, and now, and the real question is: is it, obviously we'll have a discussion. But is it, if it's perceived as dirty, but does not get any fines, or that's what we're talking about, right? There is no. Ooh, I I think I think that is a call that we will make. That if there if it didn't get called a dirt, or if it didn't get a penalty, but it is not a penalty. I'm not worried a about dirt. penalty. No, I'm talking about they weren't fined for it later. Even if there was if there was no fine, if there was no penalty, but. The mass, the general consensus, and even between you and I, is that it was a dirty hit, and he should. That's have been the only behind. consensus I, think, I care yeah. about. That's the only yeah. consensus I care about. I don't if, care about the masses. You and I, yeah. The masses don't yeah. know no, well, shit. Yeah. If you and I look at a hit and say that should that was dirty and that should have been called, Ooh, yeah. then we will make the executive decision. Right. Well, we're you're out of here. Well, I mean, I'm not us picking them. Obviously, we have a very entitled, you know, a very high brow group of judges, and it's not us at all. But whoever does pick them probably has a similar thought process as you and I. Yeah, it does. Um, we should so. select, you know, like you know, there's the Associated Press. We should 
select a mm. handful of people, maybe the Pucks Press, that we Pucks give press. them, we allow them, to, we allow them to have voting rights, and they okay. can, they can, they can vote. Of they can, we give them five options, and they give points one through five. And okay. now, and we we have we have our votes weigh a little bit more. Right, right, yeah. Obviously, ours way more. We will only go to them in times of need. We, it's more of like yeah. a we got like ninety eight percent voting rights, and like those shares yeah. that we hand out is like two percent, and that's just to get us like in the. <laughs> we just need some yeah. votes to to push one of us. Perfect, I love it. Uh, and then we have, and this one's going to be kind of hard to figure out. I'm not really sure what yeah. we're going <laughs> to go with. Um, but we got uh, we got the best worst of the average. Uh, so the lowest ranking top six guy, uh, I think that we will have to be kind of creative with, with this a little bit because lines are switching so much. Um, it may, you know, it may end up just being like an unofficial. We pick this guy because you know, how is he still playing top six hockey type of stuff? So, (laughs) um, but yeah, uh, that's I think that's a good little batch of awards for our first award show, you know? Yeah. But all right, let's move into our games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All right, coming in, we have an update. Uh, I'm sitting at 28 and 20. Vaughn is sitting at 25, 22, and 1. We both had a 4 and 1 week. Uh, so, you know, just kind of, it's keeping competitive. Um, as far as money goes, Brandon's a little bit in the lead. We're sitting at $42.14, and I'm sitting at $37.72. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a close one. You close that gap, and uh, it's, I think it's going to be competitive till the end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you just need one good week. I had a really good week at four and one, uh, but it was matched by your really good week at four and one. So uh, I think I did a little bit better money wise this week than you. Uh, but even the ones, your bets that you've been losing, you've still been winning your games. You've lost a few of the yeah. puck line bets, but still got that W. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I it was looking bleak there for a bit for both of us. You know, there were some, you know, some downtrodden uh, some downturns in the market. Uh, you know, the economy's in shambles. And so we were having a, having a rough, t- a rough go of it. So I'm glad to see that we kind of got back on track here. Yeah. Um, so I'll get us started on the 5th at 6 p.m. I've got Washington going into Columbus. I am taking the Capitals and I'm taking the puck line. Okay. Wow. Not bad. Not bad. I'm going with the Islanders and the Oilers um, on the 5th. Uh, that's correct. I was, I was, I was questioning it because we record on Tuesdays and that didn't seem right. Uh, but it's Wednesday today, so that is correct. Yeah. The fifth uh, at eight p.m. I'm going to take the Oilers puck line. Um, so I think that the Oilers are going to are going to pull this one out and drop a couple goals on the aisles. Nice. Um, next, uh, well, you've got the next one. Um, so I got the Lightning playing the Jets. Uh, I have had not decided yet, so I'm kind of on the spot here. Uh, I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jets, uh, and I am going to go. No, I'm just going to go Jets straight. I'm not not going puck line. Uh, well, I am going to take the puck line again. I've got the Islanders going flying uh, out west to Calgary um, on the six at eight p.m., and I'm taking Calgary puck line. 
Yeah, don't hate it. They've uh, they've been been good to you the past few weeks, so uh, not a bad call. Uh, I got the what I considered, and I went in there and stole it before you could, uh, because I normally let you get the first three games picked. Um, but I stole yeah. this one. I wanted the Rangers Devils uh, Saturday the seventh at noon. Uh, just my game of the you know just the one that like stood out to me of all the games that I wanted to see the most. I I don't think it's going to be a puck line type of game. So I'm going to go devil's money line on that one. Yeah. Um, On the seventh at 9 PM, I've got a West coast battle between LA going into Vegas. I think Vegas takes this one. I'm just taking Vegas money line. Love it. Uh, I'm going to go double puck line for my last two. Um, but I'm going to go with the Bruins uh, Ducks on the 8th on Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Uh, and again, I'm going to go with the Bruins. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bruins puck line here. Uh, I don't think that's a crazy call uh, considering. Yeah. Um, and then on Monday the 9th, this is the same. This will probably be happening right as um, the uh, National Championship is starting, which it's weird that they even have games on the 9th. I don't know why they just wouldn't. They just not have games on the 9th. Or have instead of having six, six thirty, six thirty, nine thirty, how about have like noon, one thirty, three thirty, and that's like a Monday. That's a Monday. So yeah, it's national championship day. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, Nashville at Ottawa. Um, Nashville dropped the Ottawa game a little bit ago, but I think they come back. Um, I think they are kind of. I think they have a good road trip. I think this. You know, they. I, I'm starting to like what I see a little bit better from them right now. Um, but I think they get yeah, this definitely. win. And I'm going to take puck line. I think they get that empty net goal at the, uh, at the end to uh, secure that puck line. Okay. Uh, and then my final game is the Kraken playing the Habs. Uh, 1-9 at 6.30. Also, you know, uh, same time as the Natty. Um, I'm going to go Kraken puck line. I think the Kraken has been playing really good hockey. So, um, so I'm going to stick with them. I think they're, uh, they're going to go in and, and, and beat a downtrodden Habs team right now. Yeah. Uh, all right. That wraps up this week's games of the week. Let's head over into our joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. He is back once again. Mr. James L. Dolan. At L, least obviously standing for loss. At uh, least it wasn't him personally. Now, did he enact the Rule, probably, but uh, Madison Square Garden uses facial recognition to ban its owner's enemies. Uh, <laughs> MSG Entertainment, the owner of, of the Arena and Radio City Music Hall, has put lawyers who represent people suing it on an exclusion list to keep them out of concert and sporting events. Uh, essentially, a over Thanksgiving weekend, uh, Ke- Kelly Conlon, uh, no, uh, 44, Almost called her number forty-four. Like she just wait, she's Conlon. <laughs> she's Conlon, a personally a personal injury lawyer, number forty-four. You know that's her jersey number. Uh, from Bergen County, New Jersey, 
was chaperoning her nine-year-old daughter's Girl Scout troop on a trip to Manhattan to see the Christmas Spectacular at Radio City Music Hall. Wow. Before she could even take a glimpse of the Rockettes, uh, the security guards pulled Miss Conlon aside and her New York jaunt took an Orwellian turn is the uh, is the exact phrasing in this article. I'm, 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 so, I'm sad that I read it because it was uh, I thought it was going to be good and it wasn't. Uh, they told her that she they knew she was Kelly Conlon. They knew she was an attorney. And they knew the name of her law firm. And essentially, that law firm is suing uh, MSG. And so she's not allowed in. She doesn't work on, she's not on the lawsuit that, uh, that, is, that is involved with MSG. She just works at a company that is. Um, yeah. It's chief. Oh, here we go. It's chief executive. James Dolan yeah. is a billionaire who has run an empire with an autocratic <laughs> flair and his company has instituted the ban this summer, not only on lawyers representing people suing it, but on all attorneys at their firms. The company says litigation creates an inherently adverse adversarial environment. And so it, it is enforcing the list the, uh, with the help of computer software that can identify hundreds of lawyers via profile photos on their firm's own website using an algorithm to instantly pour over images and suggest matches. What yeah. a dis, what a dystopic. Oh, that's funny. Uh, it's a dystopian dystopian, shocking act of repression said Sam Davis, uh, a partner at that, that particular law firm who was turned away from a Rangers game earlier that month. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, it just seems like all poor Kelly Conlon, who's having to, you know, chaperone her daughter's uh, field trip, you know, that's not going to, that's not a big deal. But when you start doing it to big time partners, I mean, I guess he probably doesn't care, right? He doesn't. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, but it's ridiculous. What a joke, man. What an absolute joke. Yeah. And she's a chaperone for these kids. So like seemingly... You've left them a uh, chaperone short now. Um, oh, for James Dolan probably like feasted on their tears. That's that true. That's true. He said, "All right, what's the what's the ratio need to be?" And he figured out the adult to kid ratio, and then he ate the extra kids. He took them with yeah. him. He said, "Come on with me. You're gonna get eaten." <laughs> and it's me, your boy, James Dolan. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just absolutely ridiculous, James Dolan. You are good to see him back yet though. again. Yeah, good to, good to see him back, though. I mean, you know, yeah. hate the hate the reason, but yeah. <laughs> Let's move into this or that. Time to cast your vote. Vote your cast. Choose your pick. Pick your choice. Make a decision and take a side for this or that. All right, we are talking the MCU, um, and this is uh, talking all the MCU from the first Iron Man to the new Black Panther. If you were forced to keep only one storyline from the MCU and delete all the others, what are you keeping? Uh, you know, we're talking Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe the Infinity Stone storyline, the Ultron storyline, um, Iron Man, just Thor. What? What are you? What is it? What are you keeping uh, as far as what the movies? Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's so tough. Um... I mean, I guess it would have to be the Avengers storyline, right? Yeah, uh, which would essentially be Infinity Stone storyline is what you're, sure. you're saying. Sure. And so the way I'm seeing it is that if you keep the Avengers movies, that means you're coming into the and you're watching the Avengers movies 
with never no knowledge Iron, of any of these people. No, yeah. no, you've never saw any Iron Man. You never saw the Hulks. No, unfortunately, you're, which is which is again, they're still good action movies. I know you're trying to be fair and just try to push other things. If we want to eliminate the Avengers story storyline and basically say pick one of the movie, because I mean, come on, the Avengers storylines have Endgame yeah. and Infinity well, Stones. I, and- well, for sure, I was actually going to not pick the Avengers um, okay. because. I think a that is an easy pick. Again, it would be yeah. horrible not to have them. But I think um, for me, I was going to pick Guardians of the Galaxy because it is a okay. you know up until you know self contained. Well, self it was self contained. You True. didn't have to. You didn't have to know anything. There was no. I mean, th- everything. I mean, yeah, you would have been maybe a little confused at uh, Ronan, uh, the accuser. You know, and, and the fact that like, but again, he, we don't like comic book fans know that it's an Infinity Stone, but. I hated at that time. That. We didn't really have at I that point. We didn't two, really have though. a connection with Thanos. I hated two Guardians of the Galaxy two, too. Yes, you know, yes. I mean, it, it was bad. Um, but you get the holiday special. You get the uh, the shows. The 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 Guardians of the Galaxy shows. You get the Groot show. You get Gar- the Guardians of the Galaxy three. Looks dope as hell with Adam Warlock <laughs> coming in. Um, and yeah. I think that the, they they would be. And I and I also I don't know if two would be so bad if we didn't have the rest of the MCU to compare it to. Yeah, I don't think it was worse than Thor the Dark World. Well, I don't either. Um, yeah. I think, uh, honestly, okay, let me hit you with this, and, I, and you'll t- have to tell me. Um, I think that if we're, we're excluding Avengers, uh, Avengers storyline, I think, honestly, again, it's not, it's going to confuse you a bit, probably, without the, without the others, but only, uh, only a bit. Uh, the Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man trilogy, uh, okay, with uh, Homecoming, No Way Home, and uh, uh, what am I? I'm missing the one. Homecoming, a lot. No Way Home, Spider-Man. What was the first one called? Yeah, uh, it's the first one was Homecoming, right? Wow, I'm I cannot think. Yeah, man, the best trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I would keep this one. I can't even remember the names of them. Uh, Tom Holland, Spider Man, in order. Far from home, homecoming. Far from home. That's it. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. they're really good, and I think that you know, again, it goes back to that can stand alone. Um, can stand can stand alone pretty well so does, i think does, that, does into the spider verse get in there as well or not i would say it does personally uh i mean yeah i mean that would just only add to it right i mean yeah. the, i mean essentially you're saying you're keeping one storyline i mean i think it's the spider-man storyline spider-man's not my favorite character or anything but especially yeah. with the multiverse now uh as a possibility i think we all love the spider-man i mean the original three spider-mans the raimi spider-mans with toby mcguire James Garfield Spider-Mans were, were fine. I mean, Tom Holland Spider-Mans were, were great. It's just one of those that can be self-contained because he is the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And so it's not yeah. crazy to say he's not going. It's not, why is he not helping out with this? It's like, no, because he's in Brooklyn. He's in school. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's I, one yeah. of those that I makes think, sense. I also think simply from a numbers point of view and quantity is Thor, the Thor series wouldn't be that bad either you're getting a what five movies yeah yeah you're one is bad rock in there one is bad a lot of people don't like love and thunder i liked it i liked it i loved love i loved it too um thor wouldn't be bad i'll tell you one that i wouldn't um 
And all right, so mine that I would delete. Okay, so I was going to ask you the opposite. What are we deleting? You know, what are we taking out? And I was thinking even more mainline storyline. One just like plot point and storyline I would take out would be, it would honestly be uh, Tony Stark's parents getting killed, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like that causes so much strife and issues in there. Without that, you know, it, it doesn't cause, you know, there's not yeah. as much issues and problems. I think, I think Civil War, I'd get rid of the Civil War storyline. It does. I mean, my point is that doing it my way means Civil War is never even an option. It's not even a possibility. Uh, I love Civil War. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great addition. Um, But if we're just talking, hey, you know, one, we still get the superhero, but we just don't have his movies anymore. Um, As weird as this will be, I'm sure that, you know, I'll get I get lots of hate on it. There's great parts to both. But Captain America for me, I think that I would be fine without I, without his people. Absolutely, his solo movies were on. I was bored by his solo movies. People absolutely went ape shit over Winter Soldier. And I thought that the fight scene in the elevator was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Don't hear what I'm not yeah. saying, but I just didn't really enjoy the movie. I didn't care for it as much. So, I mean, 100%, that's yeah. probably what I would drop from the uh, from the original. Yeah, I was not a big fan of the the, the, the standalone Captain America movies. So I think we kind of agree with that. Um, let's move into what are you binging? It's the start of a new year. Um, I have started watching again. Would I lie to you? Um, I missed a couple seasons because it's over in Britain, but it got added to my Brit box, and I'm back to watching it now. I absolutely, I think that show is amazing. The comedians on it are really funny. Um, I just, man, I love me some British uh, game shows. They are, in my opinion, so much better than American game shows. They're not as, I mean, they don't have to. They're not because I feel like all American game shows, you know, like panel shows, are just kind of very boring, and they're they, you know, they don't have like real comedians on. They have they bring actors on to promo their new project where these are just comedians having fun and shooting the shit with other comedians i am binging trailer park boys you know i hadn't seen in a while just just so stupid man it's just such a dumb show that it's just so funny man damn it ricky Uh, um Hey man, it's just water. It's just water under the fridge. I mean, one of mine that I use all the time is like, oh, when he's stealing uh, cable or see, stealing satellite or whatever, and the satellite guy's there, and he's like, "You're stealing," you know. From, he's like, "Oh," he's like, "Oh, oh, what do you own? Space?" He's like, uh, "No, you think you own space? No, NASA owns space. All right." <laughs> <laughs> and just dumb but uh, i've also been watching a little bit i don't want to call it binging i've been watching a little bit here and there of the new jack ryan season it's uh it's not as good as the other two or at least not as good as quickly um as the other yeah. two so uh so that is uh that, that's that's a couple of things i'm binging I'm, I'm watching game of thrones with stephanie we're almost finished finally um uh, it's great. You know, it's such a great rewatch, right? Yeah. Up until it's not. And then season yeah, seven. I finally hits. got uh, my, my sister-in-law and her husband finally just finished season eight um, when we were there at Christmas, <laughs> like right before Christmas. So I finally got to talk with them about it and, you know, and, yeah, and have a bunch but of I mean, it, but it's still, uh, it's still not the same as those that are in the lore and stuff, because I stopped it. I oh, stopped sure, it yeah. when the Golden Company got there. I stopped it to tell Stephanie, OK, so look, this is the Golden Company. They were started by a guy named 
Bittersteel or Agor Rivers, which was one of the great bastards, which was a which was a part of the Blackfire Rebellion. You know, it's just like a whole like she doesn't understand. Yeah. You know, it's just she was the golden, like, I really don't care. It's just yeah. the golden. No, she does a good job of pretending, Bobby. So don't don't yeah. put that on. Don't put that on her. OK, she pretends really well to care about things that I say. All right. And that's why we're married, because nobody else does. <laughs> nobody else pretends to care like she does. So. um but yeah, man, so watching that, um, but in this, in the season eight, you know, season seven and season, season eight. And, and the problem is, is for her and for other people. And I can see why people don't really care why it's bad. It was fine. Right. I mean, you, they're not seeing what we're seeing um in the uh depths of game of thrones yeah. right well in some uh, of those episodes none of us were seeing anything with how dark it was that's true i mean we I, we are we are we are well into that spot right now bob uh where <laughs> where we're probably gonna have to watch it on my uh on our bedroom tv because it has like a sports mode that like brightens and everything yeah. so so that way it will only be this black and not like that like super you know deep black that um yeah that like people argue over being was it vanta black or whatever you know that's like (laughs) feels like you're being sucked into the hole or whatever anyway Uh, but yeah all right let's move into what's snapping your stick bobby and brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks All right, so if you're watching this video, it's pretty clear what team I'm a fan of. Got the hat. I got my new uh, Washington Commander sign behind me over there. I got the Sean Taylor uh, towel over behind me in my new setup. Um, one of the things that the Washington Commanders, and when they were known as the Redskins, um, were known for was um, having uh, a band, not having a mascot, and they decided, Dan Snyder decides, as he's on his way out, he's going to introduce what might be the worst mascot in all of sports. It truly, truly is horrible. It is a hog that is, you know, an homage to the 80s and 90s hogs, the offensive line that drove three Super Bowl teams, three Super Bowl teams with three different quarterbacks. Um that was such a that was that offensive line was one of the greatest offensive lines in NFL history. They were called the Hogs because at the time they were they were just what they were like three hundred and fifty pounds, three hundred and twenty pounds, two hundred and ninety pounds. Nowadays, the offensive linemen are not that big. These were massive dudes, and they were so fast and athletic for the time. So they introduced this mascot to a crowd of boos during their last home game, where they lost uh, in a absolute heartbreaker against cleveland um the fans are unhappy about it the hogettes which you know we kind of had an un, un for going back since before i was born we had an unofficial mascot in the hogettes which is a group of dads wearing pig noses dressed as ladies um and that was you know that was the hogettes that was our kind of our unofficial mascot now they introduced this abomination and none of us are happy we are all very like just but i this is dan snyder being dan snyder he's on his way out and he wants to Give a big fuck you to the fans who have been who have hated him for the last thirty something years. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see being upset over the you know loss of tradition and stuff, but the mascot's dope. I will say that. I mean, mascot I just like the face. design. Ah, bro, it's dope. I think it's dope. I like it. Uh, I mean, but I'm not a you know I'm not a I'm I'm not a hogs fan, so I don't really care. You know, it doesn't matter to me to complain enough about it. But I think it looks good. It, I think it looks honestly. Good. I feel like it and kind of infringes on the Carolina Hurricanes mascot. I, I I'm gonna need to go look up look up the Hurricanes mascot. I think so much of that the Carolina Hurricanes mascot Twitter account even called them out. Was like, hey man, what are you doing? Oh nah, not at all. That guy looks like a little shrew, dude. He looks like a shrew. Is that what it is? Is it is it a shrew? It's a it's a pig. That ain't no pig, dude. No, that ain't a pig. I'm looking at it right now. That's not. That's a shrew. That's a shrew for sure. Stormy, Stormy, I think the Stormy, shrew. anthropomorphic pig. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, he's a pig. Yeah, so I mean, but it ain't though. If you look at technically, it, like, it's an ice hog. Okay, well, it ain't a pig though because of the <laughs> abundance the of hog farms, and it's due to the abundance of uh, <laughs> hog farms in eastern North Carolina. Okay, okay, I believe you. Um. Mine is, and again, I, I'm not super on social media, uh, so I, I haven't really seen a lot, but I can just imagine they're out there uh, stewing New Year's resolution posts. Uh, just nobody cares. Just do your resolution. You know, I'm not opposed to you setting a goal and, you know, trying to achieve it, but don't tell us about it. Nobody cares that your, you know, your, your resolved is to, play an hour less of Xbox a day or, you know, drink less beer or whatever. Good for you. I'm not saying don't do those things, uh, but just do them for you. The New Year's resolution shouldn't be for you to tell all of us what you're going to do in the new year. It should be for you. You know, you don't want to drink as much beer, then don't do it. But don't do it for my benefit or Bob's benefit. You know, do it for, you don't. you don't get, you're, you're, you do the New Year's resolution to get praise for something you haven't done yet. You know, like, what do you want me yeah. to say? Like, I'll, I'll catch you. I'm going to come and comment on this post next year and either tell you, like, good job or you you suck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, well, as someone who is on social media a good bit, uh, I actually have not seen any of those. That's I good. have seen all over Twitter that there is a trend. Um, It's called like uh, uh, tw- like the slut, year of the slut or something like that. All these all these women and, and some men are saying like their new year's resolution is, you know, this is going to be their slut year. They, a lot of these, they like, you know, they, because of COVID, they're like, you know what? This is the year they're just, they're going to have their, everyone wants to have their slut. Damn man. All right. Well, shit. I got married in 2022. So F (laughs) that up, didn't I? Uh, but all right, guys. Hey, thanks for hanging out. Uh, be sure to catch us, uh, catch us on all social medias to find out when we'll be hosting next being a night at Mayday. Uh, come see us on Twitch. Come hang out with us and drink some beer. And until next time, uh, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been Puck Stuff Podcast. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pox Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pox Out Pod.